up, everyone? Welcome to the Good Art Fantasy Football Podcast for our Thursday, October 14th, 2021. And I am Chip. I'm your host, and thank you so much for listening today. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for joining us as well. If you'd like to share our podcast, you can find us over on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Pandora. And if you'd like to watch us, you can watch us over on YouTube at Good Art and Fantasy Football. So please do me a favor, hit subscribe so you don't miss any more episodes. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about all of my starts and sits for week six. Uh, we have some bye weeks as well, so there's going to be a lot of players you're going to have to pivot to. This is where like, I think the waiver wire um, really helps you out just trying to fill in for bye weeks. Um, so we got four we got four teams on bye weeks this week. We got the Jets, Falcons, Saints, and 49ers on, all, all on a bye week. So um, a lot of players that you need to, to fill in. So I know for me in one of my leagues, my pretty much my whole entire bench is on a bye so I'm like trying to figure out who to play and I'm probably going to lose this week, but it's just one of those things where I didn't pay attention when I was drafting. I really don't pay attention to bye weeks too often, um, especially if I'm in a one quarterback league, but for some reason I just have, it just happened to all fall where I have Jets, 49ers and Falcons on my team. So um, it is what it is. We'll just have to figure it out. But before we get into all the starts and sits, let's talk about some of the injury news that took place on Wednesday. So, you know, the biggest news is, um, you know, Dalvin Cook, he returned to practice on Wednesday. The problem with that is that he he practiced to some fashion last week and he was not um, he was not active. So something to monitor what happens on, you know, obviously today on Thursday and Friday. And so hopefully he will be good to go. But he was at least he at least returned to practice. And then Christian McCaffrey, the head coach for the Panthers, had said that McCaffrey is a 50 50 you know, shot to play. So there's a chance that we get Christian McCaffrey back this week, but you know I want to see what happens throughout the rest of the week to see what his practice status is and see if there's any setbacks. But hopefully he'll be back this week. Um, and then Julio Jones, uh, he finally came back to practice on Wednesday. You know we'll continue to monitor his situation and see if he's gonna be back uh, for the Chicago Bears. Uh, Allen Robinson was uh, limited because of of uh, ankle injury. Darnell Mooney with a groin. Uh, Damon Williams is dealing with a foot and knee issue, so they all were um, dealing with some type of ailment. They're very limited in practice. Uh, let's see, Mike Williams, he misses practice. Uh, he He's dealing with some type of knee injury, but he played their full game on Sunday, but he did leave the game briefly, and so now um, that's kind of a, a question mark on he should be good to go because uh, there wasn't anything that kept him out of the game. So this is a, like a new injury. I don't know what's really going on with Mike Williams. Um, Justin Jefferson for the Vikings. He was he uh, did not practice. Adam Thielen did not practice on Wednesday. So other situations to monitor. Um, Chris Carson didn't practice on Wednesday, but he should be you know back today practicing. Um, and then and then tonight for Thursday night football, uh, Gronk has been ruled out. So no Rob Gronkowski for Thursday night football. So hopefully you have a pivot for that. Um, so with that being the case, uh, so. Hopefully, you know, you had waivers go this week. Um, I think most people's waivers went through Wednesday morning. Um, and some of the no names were very, very, very surprising when it comes to the players that were added uh, this week. I mean, Alexander Masson continues to be added in the leagues. I'm surprised he's still um, out there in, main, in most leagues because he's been starting and doing very well. So uh, Alexander Masson has been uh, names that obviously a name that people have been adding. Daryl Williams was one of the main guys that were added this week. Uh, same as Devontae Booker. 
Um, Cameron Brait was added, obviously with Gronk being the one out, but I don't feel I don't feel comfortable playing Brait. I feel like Cam Brait is just very volatile. Um, we've seen what Evans and Godwin and Brown are doing. I think those are to be the guys that will get majority of the target share. So playing Bray is a very, very uh, sketchy thing to me. Um, let's see. Uh, Kadarius Tony. Uh, he was, I don't know if it's Tooney or Tony, whatever you guys who know what I'm talking about. Like he, he was a main ad this week as well. Um, Dalton Schultz, he was an ad. And so it was Dawson Knox. So those were kind of the top players that were added in week for week six. Now the the main drops for this week, obviously Juju was dropped in a lot of leagues. He's he's having surgery, so he's he's out for the rest of the year. Samaj P. Ryan, he was dropped. You know, he's on the COVID list, so it looks like Joe Mixon will be back. So it feels like you spent money on P. Ryan to use him for one week and he's now, you know, being dropped. Uh injured players like Logan Thomas, he's getting, you know, he got dropped, Curtis Samuel got dropped. Um, Quintez Cephas, the receiver for the Lions, he was dropped. But still seeing some decent like names like uh, Trey Sermon. I know he's not the starter, but I think he's still some guy that you need to at least hold on your roster for now. Um, I know that Elijah Mitchell is the the starter, but then you got to think about you know after that. I mean, Jamichael Hasty, he's still on IR. I mean, Jeff Wilson Jr. I think once he comes back, he will be the starter. But I think when it comes to running backs, you have to hold on, especially with Elijah Mitchell not being a hundred percent. Um, what's interesting, Miles Gaskin, there was some drops there in some leagues, which is he had a massive game. Um, for him to be dropped, that seems to be very that's that seems off. But um I don't he did a lot of his damage on Sunday against the Bucks as a wide receiver. So who knows if the opportunities will be there for him. But I still think he he's so he still should be rostered. Um and then Sterling Shepard, he was dropped, which doesn't make any sense. You know, you have IR spots in these leagues for a reason. So I'm not sure why he was dropped, but um, if he's on your waiver wire, you need to pick him up. Um, I can understand like Brandon Ayuk, he hasn't been doing anything, and then Will Fuller was another another name. But um, those were the main fancy ads and drops this week. I did not participate in my main league. I have zero five dollars back or uh, left, so I I got to watch all my league mates fight for um, <clears throat> uh, Devontae Booker, Geno Smith. Um, you know, Kadarius uh, Tooney, he was already on a roster. Daryl Williams was already on a roster, but um, it was just it was interesting to kind of know that I'm out, I'm out of the running for any of these players, and so I would I didn't even have to try. I was just looking and trying to to watch the show unfold because a lot of fab was burned this week. Um, but I had wasted it all last week on Damian Williams and Dawson Knox, but I have no problem doing that because I won last week, got my first win, so good with that. So. Uh, now let's move on to all the starts and sits for week for week uh, six. So we're gonna start with the the Bucks versus the Eagles. That's the Thursday night game. This game makes me nervous because the Bucks always play bad on prime time, especially on a short a short week. But if you're looking at play, players to start in this game, you're obviously gonna play Jalen Hurts. You're gonna play Tom Brady um, at quarterback, at running back. You know, I think the the person that you probably have the most. Um confidence in this Leonard Fournette. I think that he's established himself as the starter for the Bucks. Um so I think he's a decent start here. You know, when it comes to the to Ronald Jones, you can't play him. Giovanni Giovanni Bernard, he's he's a flex, but that's a volatile flex option. Um and then when it comes to Miles Sanders and Kenneth Gainwell, man, I don't really know what to do with these guys. I mean I think that you still have to play them, right? You can't have Miles Sanders on your bench unless you have a better option than that, right? But like 
Uh, Miles Sanders, he's a he's kind of a fringe RB two, RB three for me this week. Um, and Kenneth Gainwell, he's more of a flex for me just because of the work he gets um, in the passing game. So uh, they are kind of startable, but not not players that you feel really confident in. Uh, wide receiver, you're definitely playing Chris Godwin. You're playing Mike Evans. You're playing Antonio Brown. Um, I think Devontae Smith, I think this is the only wide receiver you can play for the Eagles that is um, a, a more confident play. Uh, I just, the Bucks have a very bad secondary. Uh, so I don't know who Richard Sherman, who will, he, who, who Richard Sherman will be on for this game, but I just think that he's probably the only piece that you can play from the, uh, the wide receiver position. And at tight end, uh, I mean, I think, you know, like I talked about Cameron Bray already. I think that Cameron Bray, he's, if you're playing Cameron Bray, you must have a really bad tight end situation. Um, he's in a high powered offense, passing offense. Could he get you a couple catches? Yeah, maybe a touchdown. Possibly, but um, I, I think I'm pivoting a different way. Zach Ertz, this is an interesting name right here because Dallas Goddard is out because of COVID. Um, so he is not going to be playing Thursday night. So Zach Ertz becomes an interesting piece. I think that that's a good play just because of how much the Eagles use the tight end. I think that Ertz can have a, a, a quietly good game. Um, so he's someone I may consider just because of the the options there that he'll have. But um, I think that's gonna be a decent play. Uh, defensive wise, I think obviously the Bucks are the defense that you will play here. Um, you know, even though Jalen Hurts is a very dynamic uh, quarterback because of his legs, uh, that will give the Bucks some issue there. So I still think that the defense is good to play because he'll make mistakes. But I think that uh, that there's worse defenses out there that you can play. But definitely, I think the Bucks can play. You're not playing the Eagles defense. Um, and then it's moving on to Miami Dolphins versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now for quarterback, I don't think Tua is back. He's back practicing, but we won't know much more until later on the week. But, uh, you know, if you're playing a two quarterback league, I think Trevor Lawrence and Jacoby Brissett are decent options there. I think when you play in a two quarterback league or a super flex league, you really can't, um, you know, you really have limited options. So I think that that can be a, a decent play there in two quarterback leagues. From the running back standpoint, James Robinson, you're playing him. You definitely can start him. If you want to ride that high on Miles Gaskin, uh, you can flex him and play him. Um, but I'm not going to play anyone else on the Dolphins other than um, like from the running back position because like especially like with Carlos Hyde and Mark, Malcolm Brown, they're just not guys you can play. So um, I think James Robinson is a clear cut RB1. Um, and then Miles Gaskin is more of a more of a flex for me. Uh, wide receiver in this game, um, man, this is this is tough. I mean, what we saw last week was very interesting from the Jags. I mean, Marvin Jones and Lavishka Sano only had one target and one catch. Um, so i I think that this is a very boom bust type of situation. Everyone in this in this on this in this game is. I mean, Marlon, uh, Marvin Jones, Lavishka Sano, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Parker. They're all going to be boom bust guys for me not well not really guys that i would feel comfortable starting but because of bye weeks you may have to um so uh that's what i think about the tight the the wide receiver position tight end wise um i think you can play both mike jasicki and dan arnold uh we saw last week that that dan arnold for the jags was the target leader um so maybe that continues against the dolphins but i think you can play both with with some confidence i mean you got to be there could be more boom bust but uh, definitely um, startable. And then from a defense standpoint, 
uh, Dolphins are a good a good play here. Dolphins can be a good streamer this week um, just because they're playing Jags. And, you know, Trevor Lawrence is prone to turnovers right now. So I think that's a decent play. Uh, now let's go on to the Vikings versus the, uh, the Carolina Panthers. And quarterback-wise, uh, I think that... <clears throat> Excuse me, Sam Darnold, he had a bad game. I think that he bounces back. He's kind of that fringe um, QB1, QB2 for me. I think both Kirk Cousins and Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold are. Uh, I think you can play both. Um, definitely in two quarterback leagues, you're playing both. One quarterback league, I, I like Darnold more than Kirk Cousins in this, but um, if you have a better option, I would go with that. Uh, running back, uh, you know, obviously if Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook are playing, you're going to play them, but... Even if they don't play, you still can play Alexander Madison and Chubba Hubbard. They're both um, startable players this week. Even if the even if McCaffrey can cook it out, you just shift it to Madison and Hubbard, and you're going to be fine. So you can play those guys. Wide receiver, uh, you know, if healthy, obviously you're playing DJ DJ Moore. Um, you're going to play Justin Jefferson. You're playing Adam Thielen, and and then after that, it gets a little a little sketchy. I'm not going to play Robbie Anderson. He's too boom bust for me. You just can't trust him right now. KJ Osborne, he had a pretty good start of the season, but not a guy that I'm going to feel confident in. Um, and then tight end wise, uh, really don't like any tight ends in this game. I mean, Tyler Conklin, he just hasn't been consistent. Um, and then Ian Thomas for the Panthers, I'm not playing him. So if I have better options, I'm moving on to a better option. I'm not going to choose any of these tight ends for this game. Uh, defensive wise, I, I think you can play the Vikings against the Panthers just because we saw what happened with Sam Darnold last week. He's prone to he could be prone to turnovers and once one happens he could be just a, a turnover machine so Vikings are an interesting play here and Panthers wise I am not going to play the Panthers have been doing pretty well but I just don't like the matchup so I think the Panthers are just kind of a, a fringe a fringe defense to play this week uh, let's move on to the Packers versus the Bears um, you know quarterback wise you're obviously going to play. You're def- obviously going to play um, Aaron Rodgers without a doubt. Justin Fields, unless you're in a two-quarterback league, I'm not playing Justin Fields in this game. Running back-wise, you're playing Aaron Jones. Um, and then what's interesting about the Bears, right? So I think Damian Williams is a good a good RB2 flex type of play this week. It's just how much work is Khalil Herbert going to get? Um, in my the one league I was talking about with all my bye weeks, I had to pick up Khalil Herbert, and he's in my starting lineup with uh, Christian McCaffrey. Um, so like... They both got the even amount of carries last week. Does that happen? Depends on the game script. I think it was a negative game script. I think that helps Damian Williams because he's more of a pass catcher. If they have the lead, I think Khalil Herbert's the guy that you should play. But obviously that's unpredictable. So it all depends on what you got available for you. I have to play Herbert regardless. So um, that's just my take on that. Wide receiver-wise, you're obviously playing Devontae Adams. Uh, Allen Robinson, you can play because he's Allen Robinson. He's the number one for that team, but he's going to be more of a wide receiver three for me. Um, Darnell Mooney, he's going to be a kind of a boom bust flex for me. Um, you know, so uh, just not really a lot of great options in this game. Uh, tight end wise, you're not playing any of the tight ends. I think Robert Tunyon, he's kind of played his his role has been kind of whatever it is. Uh, Cole Komet, like none of these guys are very viable options when it comes to the tight end position. Uh, defensively, I'm not, uh, maybe the Packers defense against Justin Fields, maybe, but that's a big, maybe. And then, then the bears are not playing the bears defense. 
Um, they're a good unit, but not against the Green Bay Packers. I wouldn't, I wouldn't chance that. Um, so those are the players for that game. Let's go on to the Texans versus the Colts. So, you know, the Colts had a heartbreaker loss on Monday night. Um, hopefully they can bounce back and, and, you know, figure it out. But, uh, quarterback wise, uh, and I mean, Carson Wentz, he's the, obviously the, the one that you'll start in a two quarterback league. Um, you're not playing Davis Mills. From a running back standpoint, obviously you're playing Jonathan Taylor. And I think Naheem Hines is more of a flex for me, obviously. Um, but then when it comes to the Texans, I just don't really feel comfortable playing Ingram, Johnson, or Lindsey. So uh, they're going to be on my bench if I can bench them, um, if I if I don't have a lot of bye weeks. Uh, but obviously, if you have a bye week, you have to play them. Wide receiver-wise, uh, Brandon Cooks, he's a, he's a wide receiver 2-3 for me this week. Michael Pittman, same for him. Those are like the two playable guys I would feel confident playing just because of the target share. Uh, I'm, I really don't feel comfortable playing Zach Pascal or Paris Campbell or Chris Conley. Um, I know Chris Moore had a good game last week, but I don't think that's going to be consistent. So I, I'm, I'm a wait and see approach with Chris Moore. Uh, tight end wise, not playing a tight end in this game. Um, you know, just it's just not viable for me. It's too volatile, and I just don't feel comfortable doing that. Uh, but I think. When it comes to defense, you're playing the Colts defense against a rookie quarterback. I understand the Colts had a hard time against the the Ravens, against Lamar Jackson, but they they started off the, the game well. It just didn't end well. So um, they just need a to, they're, they're a pretty decent unit. But I, I think I did see like both of their corners were were I think in concussion protocol or something like that. So if they're out with that, if they're out with, if they're without Xavier Rhodes. Um, and then the other guy, I just, uh, that's going to be tough, but I still think they're playable. Um, let's see. Let's go to the Bengals versus the Lions. <laughs> um, tough loss for the Bengals last week. I mean, hopefully they come back and, and put a pounding on the Detroit Lions. But from a quarterback standpoint, you're obviously playing Joe Burrow. Uh, Jared Goff, I mean, he's a fringe QB too. Uh, so I, I, don't, I wouldn't feel comfortable playing Jared Goff, but there are bye weeks so you're going to have to. Uh, from the running back standpoint, you're playing DeAndre Swift, you're playing Joe Mixon, uh, Jamal Williams, you know, he's more of a flex boom, bust flex for me. So, um, if you need to play him, play him wide receiver standpoint, you're going to play Jamar chase. You're going to play T Higgins. You're going to play Tyler Boyd. Um, those are the only really fancy options in this game. I don't like any of the Lions options. Um, so, uh, tight end wise. TJ Hawkinson, he's the only guy you're playing. Even him, that's like he's ranked high in most rankings because he's he's a good tight end. But like, who are you going to rank above TJ Hawkinson other than the Kelsey Waller um, type of players? But um, he's he's been very volatile um, the last few weeks, and hopefully it turns around this game. It should, but uh, I don't know. It just it's just tough to to see a guy that's so talented just kind of not be able to produce. And then defensively. I think you can play the Bengals. You can stream the Bengals defense versus the Lions. I think the Lions are bad enough. Jared Goff is uh, uh, turnover prone. That I think that he'll he'll make some some mistakes there. But um, definitely, I think a, a viable option for defense. Now moving on to the Rams versus the Giants. You know this this could have been a very very good game fantasy wise, but unfortunately we got some injuries. But um, I think. Obviously, Matthew Stafford is the, is the the guy that you're playing here. Uh, Daniel Jones, he was he was. There's some video on Wednesday of, of him running around on the field uh, on the side, but like 
that's that's obviously encouraging, right? If you know if he's able to, um, you know, get to some type of running and get through the protocol, he could play on Sunday. But against this defense, I don't know if I feel comfortable about that. But I think that in two quarterback leagues, you can play Daniel Jones, but you're definitely starting Matthew Stafford. Um, running back wise, Daryl Henderson, he's going to be a good a good start. Devontae Booker, I mean, this is a this is a tough matchup. But if you're a Sony, Mich- uh, I'm sorry, if you are a Saquon Barkley owner, then I think that you have to play Booker. You need you need the you need the volume. So uh, Booker is definitely more of a, a, a RB2 for me, but just have some low expectations. He may get you a touchdown, but just have low expectations. Uh, wide receiver, uh, from the wide receiver standpoint, you're playing Cooper Cup, you're playing Robert Woods. Uh, Kadarius Tony, uh, Tooney, he can be a viable option there as like a flex. Um, you know, if Sterling Shepard's playing, I think he's a, a decent flex play as well. Um, so I, I don't, I didn't see anything new on Darius Slayton. We obviously know that Kenny Galda is going to be out. Um, so I think that uh, those are going to be the options for the Giants is is Tooney and, and Shepard if he's healthy. Um, so definitely playable there. From the tight end standpoint, I think you can play Tyler Higby, Evan Ingram. He's a kind of a he's a fringe tight end one for me. He's he's almost that point where I don't think I feel comfortable playing him. But you know he could definitely get some increase in target share with Kenny Galladay being out. So he's definitely talented, but. Uh, I don't know if I I would would start him right now until I feel I feel more confident in what I see out of him in the offense and his his, his availability in the sense of like, um, you know, coming off the injury and playing more snaps and then just getting his his traction again. Um, defensively, uh, you're playing the Rams defense. Um, the, if they're going to have to play against a, a Mike Lennon, um, ran offense, I think that's going to be a, a a must start is is the Rams defense, but um, it's going to be interesting because when they had that game on the schedule, it seemed like, okay, we're going to have a big game with some fancy stars, but it just ended up being just what it is. Right. So uh, let's move on to the chargers versus the Ravens. This can be a fun game to watch. I'm glad the bucks play on Thursday night because I'm going to be watching this. This is the game I'm going to watch for sure. Um, uh, so let's see, you're going to, you're going to obviously play, both Herbert and Jackson. I think this is going to be a phenomenal game. Um, from the running back standpoint, you're playing Austin Eckler. Uh, that's really the only running back I would play with confidence in this game. I can't trust any of the Baltimore Ravens, um, so I'm not even going to make them an option. Uh, from the wide receiver standpoint, you're playing Mike Williams. You're playing Keenan Allen. Marquise Brown is having a good game or a good year. He can he's playable. Uh, you know anyone else on that on that. Uh, on that game is probably not Sammy Watkins. I'm not playing. Uh, just Rashad Bateman may come back this week, but are you going to trust a rookie wide receiver on his first game of the season if he's playing? Probably not. So uh, I'm going to stay with Mike Williams, Keen Allen, Marquise Brown as the must starts in this game. Tight end wise, uh, you're play- I think you can play both Mark Andrews and Jared Cook. I think uh, obviously Mark Andrews has the better upside, but Jared Cook has been consistent. Um, that, that offense is a high power offense right now. So I think that, you know, if he's volatile, but he definitely could come down with a touchdown at any point. Um, and then from the defensive standpoint, you're not, you're not touching any of the defenses in this game. There's no sense to play any defense. It's just going to be too high scoring. Um, now let's go to Kansas, Kansas city versus Washington. Uh, you're obviously playing Patrick Mahomes in this game. 
with when it comes to Heineke, uh, he he could be a, a fringe QB, you know, one two. He's definitely playing. You're definitely gonna play him in a super flex and um, two quarterback leagues. But uh, just have just low expectations. But he's definitely you know can can get the job done for you in fantasy. There's definitely worse options out there. Um, from the running back standpoint, you're playing Antonio Gibson. You're playing Gerald Williams. Uh, JT JD McKissick is more of a a flex for me. And what name to, to really pay attention to is Jerk McKinnon because they are probably getting him involved. And if you if you haven't picked him up yet on the waivers, you probably want to add him just in case he blows up and they have a lot of involvement with him. Um, just so you don't have to spend any fab next week. Uh, so that's just a name to look after in this game. Uh, from the wide receiver standpoint, you're obviously playing Tyree Kill. You're playing Terry McLaurin. Uh, anyone else, I'm not really playing. I'm not going to play Hardman. I'm not playing Josh Gordon or anybody like that. I'm just going to work with Tyree Kill, and Ty- uh, Tyree Kill and Terry McLaurin. From the tight end standpoint, you're obviously playing Travis Kelsey. Now, this is an interesting name. Ricky Seals-Jones, and he's he's filling in for Logan Thomas. Can be a... Uh, you know he could be a, a tight end one this week if he gets the target share. It's going to be very volatile. You're gonna if you put him in your lineup, have low expectations and hope for a touchdown. But um, he may surprise some people. But I think that he can be a decent option this week. And then from a defensive standpoint, um, you know you're not playing any of the defense in this in this game. I mean Washington is like so much different this year than last year on defense. They're just not be able to stop anybody. Most of people's fancy numbers like Josh Allen the week before. Then Jameis Winston had a big a big week last week, and this is just not the same defense that we saw last week or last year. So hopefully um, they'll get together. But uh, moving on to the Cardinals versus the Browns, uh, this is gonna be a fun game just because of, the, of the the Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray uh, Oklahoma days. Like to kind of see two quarterbacks from Oklahoma going against each other. Um, you're playing Kyler Murray in this game. Uh, you can play Baker Mayfield if you're in a two quarterback two quarterback league. Um, from the running back standpoint, you're playing Nick Chubb. You're playing Kareem Hunt. Uh, Chase Edmonds is a decent play here. He's more of an RB two. And then James Conner is going to be your boom bust flex. I mean, if he gets goal line carries, he'll get a touchdown. But he he only gets those carries. Chase Edmonds does the rest of the work there. So I think Chase Edmonds is more of the the safer play. Wide receiver, you're going to play DeAndre Hopkins, obviously. That's the only one I really feel comfortable with in this game. OBJ, uh, he's volatile. I don't, I know you're going to have to play him, but try to figure out if you, you know, try to be careful that temptation. I want to play OBJ. He could blow up at any time, right? But the last few weeks has not looked good. I know he's come off an injury, but he's at most a flex for me. So is Rondale Moore. So is Christian Kirk. So is AJ Green. I just don't feel comfortable playing any other receiver in this game other than DeAndre Hopkins. So hopefully you don't have to make that decision. Um, from the tight end, from the tight end standpoint, I'm not playing anybody. I know J- David Njoku, J- David Njoku had a big game last week, but I just don't feel comfortable playing him. I don't feel comfortable playing Austin Hooper. So I'm staying away from any tight end in this game if I'm able. Uh, and from the defensive standpoint, you know this is going to be interesting. The Browns have a very good front, so they can get after the quarterback. But Kyler Murray is so, so athletic. I just don't know how many sacks they're going to get, how many turnovers they're going to get. But I think they're the both the Browns and the Cardinals are a fringe uh, t- defense, defense this week. So I don't like to take the pick. I I don't want to make that decision. If you have to, I would I would rather play the Browns over the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals will be without Chandler Jones because of COVID. So 
that might be a slight better play, but I just I would stay away from if the, from this if I have to. Um, now let's talk about the Raiders versus the Broncos. Um, let's see. This is gonna be an interesting game. I have no idea how the Raiders are gonna respond to all the stuff going on uh, this past week. But quarterback wise, in two quarterback leagues, I think you can play Derek Carr and Teddy Bridgewater. They're kind of tough matchups, but you know you may have very slim options. Running back wise, you're gonna play. I think you can play Josh Jacobs, uh, Javante Williams. You can play him and Melvin Gordon. They're gonna be a boom bust kind of flex play for me. Um, they're they're gaining the volumes no matter what what's no matter what they do with that volume. So hopefully, um, you know this will be a week where Javante Williams starts to get more of more of the carries and they phase out Melvin Gordon a little bit. Um, wide receiver stand from their wide receiver standpoint, uh, I think Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick are decent plays here. I think that because of the target share and the volume, I think that there'll be opportunities there. Um, Hunter Renfro, I think he's the only Raider that I feel comfortable playing. And even with him, he's a boom bust kind of flex for me. Uh, don't feel comfortable playing Henry Ruggs. Don't feel comfortable playing Brian Edwards. Uh, from the tight end standpoint, obviously playing Darren Waller. I think Noah Fant's a good play. Even though he had a bad game last week, both Darren Waller didn't have a Darren Waller game. Noah Fant had a, a very, he had about three catches for 20 yards last week. So, um, very volatile, but I would say decent enough to, to at least play them. Um, and then defensively, I think the Broncos are a defense you can play against the Raiders, uh, but that's that's about it. Um, now moving on to moving on to the Cowboys versus the Patriots. This is gonna be a very interesting game. Um, you're obviously gonna play. You're obviously gonna play Dak Prescott. He's having a phenomenal year. Um, when it comes to Mac Jones, I have to play Mac Jones because I'm in a two quarterback league, but also I have Zach Wilson on by. So I'm going to play Mac Jones against the Cowboys and hope for the best. Uh, running back wise, you're playing Ezekiel Elliott. You're, uh, Damian Harris, if he's active, I think you can play him, but there's a chance that he could be out. Um, so if that's the case, then I think that playing like a Ramondre Stevenson or Brandon Bolden is a very, very boom bust situation for me. So I wouldn't feel comfortable. Um, but if you have, if you're a Damian Harris owner and you have Stevenson as your backup, then you'll take the chance and play him. Um, I think Tony Pollard, he's a flex play. He's getting enough work where I feel comfortable playing him in the flex. Uh, but we'll see what happens if, if Damian Harris would be active. If he's active, you're playing him. Um, wide receiver wise, you're playing CD lamb. You're playing Amari Cooper. Um, those who, those are two I feel really comfortable in Jacoby Myers. You know, he's a wide receiver three flex for me this week. Um, and other than that, I don't feel comfortable in any other receiver in this game from the tight end standpoint um you're, you definitely can play Dalton Schultz I think he's he's emerged at the tight end one for Dallas uh Hunter Henry I just really don't feel I, I know he had a touchdown in the last couple games I just don't feel comfortable just yet I know he was a, a waiver wire ad this week and I know people were thinking he's gonna have a pretty decent game this you know this week but I just want to wait one more week to see how much more involvement he gets it may bite me in the butt but I'm going to try to hold off one more week. But if you have to play to Hunter Henry, go for it. But um, for me, if I owned him, I had another tight end on my roster, I'm going to play the other tight end. I guess it depends on who it is, though. Uh, defensively, you're playing the Cowboys. You're definitely playing the Cowboys against this this uh, rookie, um, which is not good for me because I don't want any turnovers. But um, Mac Jones, I mean, they're just, they're just kind of limiting his volume. So he they may not have a lot of opportunities there if they don't have a running game. Then you're going to be forced to pass. There could probably be a negative game script, so there's going to be a chance that Mac Jones probably turns the ball over. Unfortunately, 
Um, and then moving on, we're talking about let's talk about the Sunday night game, the Seahawks versus the Steelers. On paper, this looked good when they made the schedule, but now it looks just like a it's an awful game. Um, and so, quarterback wise, if you're in two quarterback leagues, you can play Geno Smith. You can probably play Big Ben if you want to, um, just because they're the starting quarterbacks. And you know, but I, I just don't feel comfortable playing them. Um, running back wise, Najee Harris, you're playing him. Um, now Chris Carson, if he's if he's back at practice. In practicing Thursday and Friday, Chris Carson startable. Um, Alex Collins can possibly be a starter if he fills in, but I don't. If if Chris Carson's not starting, I just don't know how f- good I feel about Alex Collins. Um, just because the Steelers do have a decent defense, it's a tough matchup. Um, I just have I just have better faith in Chris Carson. Uh, wide receiver. This is where things get tricky with Geno Smith. I know DK Metcalf had a DK Metcalf had a touchdown last week, but I just feel very iffy about. Um, you still got to play DK Metcalf. I'm not saying not play him, but I do think that expectations may be lowered a little bit just because of the changing quarterback. Um, you're playing Deontay Johnson now with Juju out. This I think definitely makes where Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, you got to play them. Their stats go up. Their target share goes up. Um, Tyler Lockett, that's a, that's an interesting guy for me. You have to play Tyler Lockett. He's a very vo- volatile wide receiver, but you're not going to have better options, many many better options than Tyler Lockett. So I'm going to play. I'm playing Tyler Lockett. Uh, there's no tight end. You're not no no point talking about the tight ends in this game. You're not playing any of them. You're definitely playing the Steelers defense this week. I know that they've been kind of up and down this year, but against Geno Smith, you're definitely going to play the Steelers defense. So. Um, that's it for that game. Now moving on to the Monday night game. We got the, we got the Buffalo Bills versus the Titans. Um, so another, it'd be another fun game to watch. I love watching Josh Allen play. Um, and then we got Derrick Henry in this game. You're, you're definitely playing Josh Allen. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is more of a, uh, QB two for me in this. Um, but he's definitely playable that, that Bill's defense has been on fire. So I'd be skeptical of playing Ryan Tannehill. Um, but you know, that's one of those things. If you're in a two quarterback league, you, you have no choice. Uh, running back wise, you're obviously starting Derrick Henry. What's crazy about Derrick Henry, I looked at a stat, uh, uh, today or yesterday, I'm sorry. And he has over, I think it was a hundred and now I'm forgetting. I think it's like 142 carries so far this year. That is insane. 100, 140 something carries. He's on pace to have like 400 in like, or I think it's like over 450. If you, if you now, cause we have the extra game, he, uh, on this pace, he can carry the ball for over 400 something times. That's insane. And that's not even including some of the catches that he gets. I don't know how much he's going to be able to sustain like with that volume. And that is a crazy amount. He's definitely on this pace going to get over 2000 yards again. But I just, I just feel like this may be, the year that breaks Derrick Henry if he touches the ball that many times, but he's on pace for that, and that is crazy. Um, for the Bills, Zach Moss, I think he's the startable one over De- Devin Singletary. They're both kind of RB two slash flexes for me, so um, probably have low expectations there. Wide receiver wise, uh, you're playing Stephon Diggs, AJ Brown. You can play him, but have low expectations with AJ Brown. Manuel Sanders, he continues to be a, a boom bust guy for me. He's been consistent, so like I think that you can play him in the flex. Uh, I'm not playing Cole Beasley. 
Uh, I'm not playing any other receiver. And if Julio Jones is playing, you play Julio Jones. Obviously, you play Julio Jones and AJ Brown. But um, we don't know as of right now of the recording of this podcast. We don't know the status of Julio Jones for Sunday. But um, hopefully, I'll have more information this weekend. Uh, tight end wise, you're not playing uh, any other tight end than Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox is on fire right now, so play Dawson Knox. Uh, and defensively, uh, I think the Bills weren't enough. Um, to play them against the Titans. I think that even though Derrick Henry is a beast and they may have A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, I think that defense is good enough to try to keep them grounded. So uh, the Bills defense is definitely a good a good start for me. Um, so that's all the starts and sits for for week six. Um, now going, you know, briefly before we head out, uh, we're gonna talk, I'm going to talk about some of the best matchups we got. So uh, when it comes to the best matchups for wide receivers, uh, even though Allen Robinson is having a tough season so far, he has the best matchup. So the best matchups right now th- of this week, uh, Allen Robinson has one of the best matchups. Jamar Chase has a good matchup. Devontae Adams, Tyler Boyd, Stephon Diggs, DJ Moore, Keenan Allen. They all got good matchups this week. So I feel like they should have big games. Um, so if you have these guys, expect big games out of them. They have the easiest matchups. They have the best advantage. So um Something to look out for and see how that plays out. Hopefully, Allen Robson get back on back on track. Uh, from a tight end standpoint, I think that uh, <clears throat> the guys that have the best matchups, <clears throat> excuse me, Travis Kelsey, Dawson Knox. I think that with <clears throat> tonight with OJ Howard, I think that that could be a decent play there along with Cameron Brait. But like I said, those tight ends are very volatile. I mean, Gronk is the most consistent one. Brady likes Gronk, obviously. So even though there's a positive matchup, I still wouldn't play them. So um, I think that that I would pivot there. But Tyler Higby has a good matchup. Dalton Schultz has a good up. And even Ricky Seals-Jones has a good matchup. So there's guys to pivot to that I feel better about just because of, of volume there. So um, those are the guys with the best matchups for for week six. Now, um, let's see here. Yeah, so that's that. Those are the those are the those are the best matches for week six. So, um, thank, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have any start sit questions beyond this, please uh, message me on Instagram at Gridiron Fantasy Football. So, you know, if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us over on uh, Facebook and Twitter at the Gridiron Pod. Um, and then, like I said, I'll be back on on Monday with the podcast with all my reactions to uh, week six. Hopefully there will be no more big name injuries. Hopefully like uh, Dalvin Cook comes back. Hopefully Christian McCaffrey comes back and we're not talking about any massive injuries. So hopefully you're able to get the win. Hopefully that if you start like me, 0-4, you gained some traction last week by winning and able to continue to get some uh, winning streak going. But uh, hopefully you guys win this week. Good luck and we will see you in the podcast on Monday. So take care and good luck.